Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome along to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you once again to a new episode. Feel like we're on a roll at the minute, certainly in recording, and so hoping deep down in my soul that you might be listening to this years down the road. And if the internet internet lasts in inverted commas forever, which we know we don't think anything lasts forever, but you know what I mean, you might think, wow, this is really helping me. That's what I hope. Welcome along to the podcast if you are a first-time listener. Dive in, check out our previous episodes and see what floats your boat. See if you can fill your boots, take away whatever you like and really enjoy and profit. So what I'm going to talk about this week on the podcast, oh yeah, and by the way, leave us a review. It so helps. Please leave us a review. Bit of a plea there because it helps to spread the word. What I'm going to talk about, I'm talking about your journey and learnings from my own life, my own daily grind, if you like, my own suffering and my own happiness and joy and endeavors in this life. And just as many of you know, I am a football professional, I'm a coach, um, I'm also into performance and I have a physical therapy aspect of my life that um, I still engage in. Now, one of the things that I love is wisdom. Not to say I'm wise, I just like diving into wisdom and finding out things and kind of seeing if I can get more knowledgeable so that I feel I'm doing something positive. And hopefully I can share that with you. One word that's kind of struck me this week is transformation. We're always transforming. We're never the same. We're always on that path. We're different today than we were yesterday. We're different now than we were one second ago. If you can't see it, you can't see it. You probably can't feel it unless something drastically happens to you. But we're on a process. We're on a journey. We're changing all the time. Things are changing all the time. Nothing ever stays the same. And you certainly don't. So... That's probably one of the things I want to get over to you. Transformation. Now, this transformation will take place anyway. It's out of our control. It's beyond us. It's going to happen. It's what we do about it. And we have a degree of control. Like somebody wise once said, we have about as much control as a dog on a lead. If that lead is a long one, We've got some degree of control. If it's a really tight lead, we haven't got much control, but hopefully we're on a long lead. We realize we've got a bit of a lead and we can do certain things to transform ourselves, transform the world around us while accepting that certain things cannot be changed. There's that St. Francis's poem, famous lines of, uh, you know, give me the strength to change the things I can. And uh, what is it? The patience to accept the things that I can't change and the wisdom to know the difference or something along those lines. But transformation 
if we accept that we are the sum total of all our choices and all our thoughts and everything we do and all the efforts we put in and the CVs we write and the people we help and the coaches we support and the staff we bring along and the children we inspire and the loved ones we help and everything we do in terms of what we eat, what we drink, taking advantage of all the opportunities, all the millions and billions of things that we do and can do in life, then everything matters. And sometimes it's easy to think, you listen to the news and you listen to the rhetoric and narrative of the internet that, look, it doesn't matter. Hedonism rules okay. Do what you want. Live freely. Go out and have relationships with anybody you like, wreck things, it doesn't matter, It's all gonna, we're all going to die anyway. Mm, not sure that's the best way forward. Really, I'm not convinced by that, totally. So therefore, can we conclude that everything does matter? Some things matter more than others and some things matter straight away. If you put your hand on a hot fire, you're going to get burnt. Now, you tell an untruth now, you may not pay the price until months or years later, but I believe, and I think so should you, that everything matters and everything has a price. We have to, if we're going to move forward, we have to stop running away from things that scare us. Now, I want you to take a little stock of your life. Take a little stock of your life and add up the frustrations of where you are. Think, oh, I'm frustrated about that because that's not where I want to be and I'm not sure my relationship's exactly where I want to be. I'm not sure my career's exactly where I want to be or this, that and the other or my finances. Or You may be exactly where you want to be. But take a little stock, just as an experiment, on leader, manager, coach. Player, coach, husband, wife, leader, whatever you are. Business person. And ask yourself... Spend some time thinking about and analysing. Are you avoiding doing certain things that in your gut, in your heart, in your soul, you know you really need to do and would be better if you did? It might scare you. It probably does. Are you struggling to find that extra edge to help you stand out above the crowd? Separating yourself from the rest is often about personal leadership. Achieve your true potential and become who you really can be. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course is a unique membership accessing the knowledge and wisdom from history's greats that will help you develop both personally and professionally to make you truly stand out. The Leader Manager Coach Pro Course. Access now at patreon.com leader manager coach. That ain't going to change. It's probably only going to get bigger. But can you at least recognise that as a starting point and take a baby step, therefore, toward resolving it? Can you then do something about that? Make that phone call. Write that letter. Have that conversation. Do that thing that's really bugging you. Go and do that thing. Clear out your attic if that's plain on your mind. Go and write that CV out. Go and say hi to that person that you think, oh, I was really going to do that. You have no idea where it will lead. You have absolutely no idea. You think you have, but otherwise you'd be omnipotent if you knew exactly where it would lead. There's a reason it's bugging you. There's a reason it's playing on your mind. There's a reason it's hanging around in the depths of your soul. I don't know what it is and neither do you, but it needs doing. Because you can make yourself feel better pretty instantly. 
And then you do the same thing again and you find that other little thing that's irking you and you go and resolve that or do it or mess with it or change it or tweak it. And the same thing happens again. And life's like a little bit of an experiment where you play with this thing. And uh, Esther Hicks from the Abraham, the Abraham series talks about this all the time. Listen to what makes you feel good. Not pleasure, not overeating, not overdrinking, not sexual pleasure all the time. But the things that touch your heart. And go and do it. Get that feeling inside that, yeah, that's the right thing to do. Follow that. It's an internal guidance system that works. Now, here's something that somebody said this week. and I'm going to throw this out there and I'm going to ask you just to play with it for a few minutes. Because this guy said, if you do something for yourself, it'll die with you. If you do something for somebody else, it carries on into eternity. Now, that might be a bit wishy-washy and a bit soft and a bit happy-clappy. But it kind of resonates. Because life's not about doing things for yourself all the time, is it? Or being alone. And just doing for yourself. That's selfish, isn't it? And surely it's about creating teams and cohesion and achieving together and being interdependent. But is that true to say that? I don't know. But let's say that domino effect, that you're one domino and you do something and that's equivalent to knocking that domino over so you've achieved something. That's it and it's done. But if you do something for other people, i.e. you impact or touch other people, and then they, they impact and touch somebody else, that's like dominoes going on forever, isn't it? So you, you're the domino that starts it and you knock yourself out, knock yourself over, affect somebody else. They then knock another domino over, another one, another one, another one. You can go on forever as long as there's enough dominoes. Maybe that's the way of looking at it. How powerful is that? Pretty powerful. Hmm. One to think about. Here's another learning from this week. And I've shared this in another podcast and uh, it's not out yet but uh, and it may be on the bonus series that, that uh, I'm not quite sure yet but it's disappointment being overlooked and kind of not getting what you want in life you are going to be disappointed fact you're going to be at the mercy of other people's opinion fact you're going to be left out fact you're going to be on the bench fact you're going to be second at times, fact. You're going to be last at times, fact. Get used to it. Pre-meditatio malorum. Understand that things you don't like are going to happen. Get used to it. Change your thought process. Stop being so pathetically ego-driven and sensitive. And grow up. Man up, woman up. Whatever term you feel better with. And get on with it and move on to the next thing. Because that's what successful people do. You know, I used to moan about stuff all the time. Still do. Complain, moan, criticise, condemn. All that rubbish that holds you back. Makes you miserable. Makes you feel like you're a, a victim. 
That was me. Sometimes I still find myself doing that. Of course I do, I'm a human being. I have to pull myself up and give myself a telling off, deal with myself. You know, as I'm recording this podcast, there are people around the world who are slaves. There are people in the, around the world who are being held captive. There's people around the world in North Korea and Russia who are being brainwashed, haven't got access to the internet, and are being abused. And there's people and young children who've been lying under hundreds of tons of rubble in Turkey and Syria because of an earthquake. And sometimes we feel sorry for ourselves because we haven't had a promotion or somebody's left us out of an invitation. Get over it. We all have to have these things and pull ourselves together. For goodness sake, stuff's going to happen pre Meditatio Malorum. Plan for it. Understand it. Get on with it. Understand what your response is. What's your best response? Look at nature. Every day the sun rises. No matter what happens, the sun rises. No matter what happens that day, the sun rises. If the last thing, the least you can do is get up in the morning and at least get up and show up, you're being a human being and you're showing courage and you're showing signs of being able to do something. Because that's what we often have to do. And that's what we should do, I think. We should stop worrying about decision makers. People who make decisions about our lives. Look, it's easy to say, I know. But it's a principle. Stop worrying about people who decide our fate. And being anxious. I've, I've, I've done this. And in fact, I've been doing it recently. Whereby, started a new job. Wanted to impress. Had a level of anxiety about it. Trying to overdo it. Trying to overimpress. Not being myself. Trying to make friends. Trying to be kind to people and nice to people. And make the right impression. Absolute load of rubbish. Caused me loads of anxiety. Loads of stress. Got me absolutely nowhere. Thank goodness... I've got a tiny, tiny little bit of wisdom that realise I'm just going to be myself here. Disciplined, on track. Deal with it in my way. Get on with it. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be the best I can be. Let's see what happens. Boom. Do that. Just show up. Be the very best you can be. And get so damn good, they can't ignore you. So good, they can't ignore you. In your own time, baby steps, do it your way. And look, we all live in societies, we live in cultures, we live in organisations. And there's a balance. That beautiful word, balance. Not too much, not too little. Hitting the sweet spot. The golden mean. That balance between tradition and adaptation. The great known, how it's always been done, the rules that have been formulated and put together by months and years and weeks of People have gone before you and paid the price. That's what Peterson calls the great father. The things that are the strict cultural guidelines that become a prison if they're too severe. And yet here comes the new hero with adaptive processes and new thought that bangs up against resistance. Oh no, this is the way we've always done it. Yeah, but look at this, it's brilliant. Yeah, we've always done it like this, that's no good. Get rid of him. Troublemaker. Tradition and adaptation, find the balance. You've got to be yourself.
but if you try and bite off more than you can chew and pick the fruit that's too high hanging you might fall pick the low hanging fruit first it's that balance isn't it I was fortunate enough this week to walk in on a meeting it wasn't a private meeting well it was a private meeting it was a in a football club professional environment professional coaches managers talking about young players specific young players discussing people's futures and I just happened to be there walk in invited in and the conversation was going along the lines of player X player Y excellent technically not great physically player Z great physically not great technically detail here detail there this that and the other and some were saying yeah but we want great technicians don't worry about physicality others were saying listen we need the physicality to compete we can deal with the lack of technique opinion 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 qualified highly qualified professionals with loads of experience years of experience in the room what's the answer a or b it's not such a low resolution question as that because the question is too low resolution and so is the answer is it a or is it b it's a combination of both probably in my humble experience and opinion and the devil's in the detail always in the detail but again, we come back to that word balance. Things hang in the balance, can go either way and can change. Too much work, not enough play, makes Jack a dull boy. So I was once told. Have to keep correcting myself all the time on that one. Not great at playing. Anybody else in that club? What about the people who spend their life in isolation? meditating hours and hours a day right or wrong what about the people who get up in the morning straight into work never play focused intense work 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 never sit down never stop hurry 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 pressure 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 right but who's right who's wrong the meditator or the work i think the success in life is the balance. Here's my prescription for you, my friend, from leader, manager, coach. Work and meditate. Catch you later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.